Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? Doing great, Marvin. How are you? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and I guess the question is, do you think we're finally done with the summer heat? Um, I would say we're probably pretty close, you know. Um, we always talk about it. October, and, and frankly, the as of late, the rest of the, the fall can be kind of a wild card temperature wise. Um, but we're definitely, we're definitely seeing a couple, a couple of, you know, kind of big cold fronts looming in the, in the future that will probably knock our, uh, you know, summertime kind of seasonal fishing back a little bit, but, uh, you know, we were close to 90 today down in, in, uh, Southwest Virginia, Northeast Tennessee. And, I think it's supposed to stay that way until at least the weekend and then start dropping back down into the seventies. So I think we're going to get some respite here, but, uh, you know, hard to say past the next week or two. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to me. I'm kind of one, I think our, your, our forecast and your forecast are kind of the same. And I'm kind of curious how we're going to get that big drop in temperature without some massive rain event, but we'll see. Yeah, and you know, this time of year we're still in we're still in hurricane tropical storm season, so um, they can they can pop up pretty quick and uh, change the forecast pretty quick. So we'll uh, you know we'll get what we get. That's you just have to react to it. Yeah, and so you know, on the smallmouth bite, right? As we kind of get to the end of the summer fishing, you know, what should anglers expect as we see those fish start to kind of transition from kind of that traditional kind of topwater summer bite? to starting to basically figure out where they want to hang out all winter. Yeah. So, um, it, it, you look at it from two different angles, you know, one angle is, is kind of fish behavior and another is, is presentation and approach, you know, um, from the fish behavior standpoint, if we have low water, it's still fairly warm. Um, they, uh, well, sorry, from a fish, from a fish behavior standpoint, um, once we get a couple of these big cold fronts around the end of September, early October, they will start to move a little bit. And that is not to say that they're, you know, going to embark on this big seasonal, uh, route or migration, but what they probably will do and, and usually do is, is kind of disassociate from these spots that, particularly the bigger dominant fish will kind of set up shop in over the course of the summer. Those fish will start to kick around a little bit, um, very similar to the movement in the springtime where they kind of exit winter holes and start shuffling around in the river and positioning themselves somewhat aggressively. Um, just trying to bulk up, you know, the fall is another instinct driven um, feeding time because they start to feel these big cold fronts and photo period shortening and they know winter's coming. So, um, they've, they've got to feed quite a bit from a tactic approach presentation standpoint. Um, you know, it's possible that not much will change and it just kind of depends on the, uh, on the weather and the conditions, but if we continue to have fairly warm, low, clear water, you know, bug fishing will continue to be an option. Um, but as, you know, as water temperatures drop, those fish are, you know, they have that kind of instinct that they need to pack on some weight 
um, fairly quickly. And as the water temperatures drop, it kind of frees them up metabolically a little bit to, to go out and chase their food around a little bit more. So sometime in the month of October, we'll start to see a shift and particularly the bigger fishes, uh, you know, kind of preference uh, to uh, to more bait fishy kind of active retrieve. And, uh, and that'll carry us through, you know, the fall, you know, just like the spring, we're kind of following it backwards, you know, from these kind of aggressive, you know, feeding locations, eating, you know, active presentations and just slowly slowing down and slowing down and slowing down and moving closer and closer to, uh, to holes and, you know, big protected pieces of water with minimal current and, and stuff like that. So, you know, but we still have, you know, probably a five, six weeks of good fishing in front of us um, for for both the the guy that wants to chuck a bug um, and fish pretty visually for a big fish, and and the guys that that uh, want to get out and, and hunt around with a streamer too. Yeah, and I would imagine too, like other places, kind of in the mid Atlantic and southeast, that you know the trout bite's just going to keep getting better. It hasn't quite been cold enough to really knock off the terrestrial game, but we're starting to see probably some of those kind of traditional fall uh, hatches that we like caddis and things like that. Yeah. Um, certainly, uh, you know, early fall is, is kind of a sweet spot in the sense that water temperatures start dropping and, um, but you still have a lot of those, those terrestrials kicking around. So the, the beetle and ant and hopper fishing, um, and the big bushy, you know, stimulator humpy fishing will, will continue to to stay pretty good until you know it's usually probably the middle of October before we start getting some frost. Um, and uh, really haven't been doing a whole lot of that this summer because it's been fairly dry and fairly warm. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll start we'll start having some pretty good trout fishing, and that'll that'll just stay you know stay on all through the winter. Um, as a, as a good option. Yeah. And we've got a question from Luke and it's really about fishing new water and, you know, exploring. And he was kind of curious to get your thoughts on, you know, how long you should fish a particular stretch of water before you're like, I don't think there are any fish here. It's time to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a, that's a little bit of a, of a, uh, it depends, uh, answer and question, but I would say, uh, you know, foremost, understand what you're fishing for, you know, so realistically, these are extreme examples, but if you're fishing bluegill in a farm pond and you chuck a popper out there for two hours and don't catch fish, um, you should probably leave because you should have a few fish to hand or at least have seen a few um, in that interval of time. You know, on the flip side, if you're out musky fishing, you know, on the New River in January, and you don't see a fish for two hours, it's kind of a normal day. Um, so understand where you're fishing time of year, you know, smallmouth in the summer versus smallmouth in the, in the early spring, winter, you know, late fall kind of scenario. Um, it, it, it's, it's all just going to depend, but I would say, you know, um, a, a lot of a lot of fishing comes down to confidence too. You know, if you don't, if you feel like you should be catching fish after weighing all of those options um, or, or all of those factors, 
um, you know, give it, give it a, a, a sound effort and then, and then consider going somewhere else. But always, uh, especially if there's a lot at stake, you know, I, I have a little bit of a story with a stream that I used to fish quite a bit. Always heard about this river having all these big brown trout in it and how it was just, you know, littered with them. And I bet I fished that river two or three times under kind of average to low water conditions, you know, in the uh, spring, summer, fall. Caught a couple of fish, but, you know, nothing that I thought really lined up with its reputation. And um, I uh, almost wrote it off, but I was sitting around one day in February and we had some pretty pretty high but dropping water and um you know warming trend kind of late winter and i said to myself you know knowing a brown trout um a day like today is going to be the day that you're going to be able to go get them um particularly a bigger fish and if i go fishing today and don't see anything don't catch anything then i might not ever go back and it ended up being one of the better uh you know mountain stream brown trout days i've ever had um so it, it pays to to consider the, the habits of the fish and how they line up with the conditions and, you know, kind of the reputation, if there is one of the water that you're fishing and, uh, and then just kind of use your best judgment. You know, there's no sense in fishing someplace over and over and over again, if you're not getting anything, but on the flip side, you know, musky fishing or et cetera, you know, sometimes that's, uh, that's what it takes. And it's just going to be a longer interval before you decide to leave and go somewhere else. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. If we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag, and you're in a drawing for something cool for Matt at the end of the season. And, you know, we're getting to the end of your smallmouth season, but I imagine you're ramping up for musky. You want to let folks know kind of what you have available and how to reach out to you and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, um, we're booked out pretty much. Um, have some trout dates here and there, but I'm pretty much looking at November um, for, you know, your musky, your mountain stream trout, your, you know, big tailwater trout streamer fishing endeavors. Um, that's what will pretty much fill, you know, most of the latter half of October, um, November, December, January, February with. So um, if uh, those are the kinds of things you're interested in, if you're a, conventional angler or streamer angler um you know now's your time for a variety of species so um if you like to get a hold of me websites uh mattreillyflyfishing.com and all my contact info's on there and uh look forward to hearing from you well there you go well listen folks you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines matt thanks marvin